You're listening to Adapt and Thrive, a survival guide for the modern marketer, with hosts Tom and Kate. Tom Gallego, author and creative director of award-winning digital agency L7 Creative, and Kate Hauser, his incredibly witty, social media-obsessed millennial co-host also of L7 Creative. Join Tom and Kate every other week as they discuss and debate topics around how modern marketers can thrive in the ever-changing and often intimidating landscape of digital marketing. Your survival guide begins now. Welcome back to Adapt and Thrive. You're listening to part two of the OG on IG. If you haven't listened to part one, head on over to episode four. If you have, then you are in the right place. And let's continue diving into all things Instagram marketing. One thing in terms of like actually trying to mon- like, you know, trick the algorithm when it comes to reels, um, Instagram just came out and said, they literally said that they prioritize Reels that use trending songs, so you can add music to reels. Well, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of trending songs, that's our that's our Adapt and Thrive theme song. It's our theme song. Yeah. So that's a pro tip. Um, use the trending song. So basically, and this is one caveat to this is that Instagram. If you have an Instagram account and you're a business account, you might not have access to this feature, but if you are an entrepreneur account or if you're a creator account, um, or if you're just, you know, you just have your own personal account, but you can have access to this feature. So basically when you're making a reel, you can add music to it. And if you add in a trending song, so that's basically like a song that a lot of people are using in their reels. Um, Instagram will prioritize it because they know that it's a trending song. They want more people to hear it. I don't know if they have like a agreement with Spotify or something, but it is linked up with Spotify. So what you'll do is basically when you go to add music, they're going to show you these songs listed as for you. So any of the for you songs are going to be trending songs. So use one of those as the music. Um, And if you're a business account, you don't have option to this music. What I would suggest would be probably partnering with creators or influencers that have creator accounts and ask that they make a reel promoting your business or your product and use a trending song specifically. So at least on their page so that it can get more traction. That's a super hot pro tip. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, know, you. I don't think a lot of our listeners had any idea about that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Well, that's why you think like, why is everyone using the same songs? Like, and, and it's, so beneficial for the artists because like there are artists now that have were probably like not on the map like literally like indie artists that had no one no following and one of their songs got picked up by maybe somebody that started using it in a tiktok or a reel and now it's a trending song and now that those artists have like hundreds of thousands of followers on spotify hey do you think our intro song could be a trending song maybe i would love that (laughs) you're so positive maybe all no way in hell there's no way in hell Okay, but yeah, I love your give positivity. Give some credit, because if, if you don't know, Tom produced our intro and outro song. So that guitar noise is indeed yeah, Tom. It was fun. Yeah. Yes, rock did, did that on my old banger um, Washburn guitar. Yeah. yeah. Tom was a traveling musician for many years. Yeah, well, those days are over. They don't now, have to be. And now I'm just your sidekick. Now you're just putting <laughs> spirulina in your smoothie in the morning. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, do we want to work with influencers or do we not want to work with influencers? Because I think when you're working with people, personalities, 
there's uh, there's some things you gotta you gotta watch out for, but uh, definitely there's some upside to it as well. Yes, yeah. So our number six, I think, is what we're on. Number six mm-hmm. um, pro tip here from the OG of IG is going to be to work with influencers. Um, I'm actually very curious to see if you're listening, if you're pro influencer, anti influencer in terms of, in terms of marketing as a marketing strategy. Um, I am pro influencer. I think that influencers are, um, incredibly powerful source of, um, exposure. And I think that it's, I'm also fascinated by it. Like, I think it's honestly crazy how, like some of the following that some of these influencers have, like even, even like influencers that have maybe like 10,000 followers and they're just, um, but they have a really loyal following, especially if they're in like a niche market. And that's one thing I would definitely suggest is like, look for influencers that are in a niche market for your brand. Um, so like if you are, um, I don't know, a vitamin brand, like look for health and wellness influencers, um, and look for influencers that have different sorts of following because you know, they could have a hundred thousand followers, but have really low engagement. So when you're researching your influencers, just make sure that they have, um, you know, good engagement. Um, so that's why it's like, if they only have 5,000 followers, but you know, they get thousand likes on their photos, that's a very, very, very high engagement rate. So you can tell their followers are loyal and that they really do value what they say. And, um, I personally like, do all of my shopping through influencers. Some of the people that I follow that I love, I want to, um, you know, replicate their style and their lifestyle. So that's why I kind of like to shop those products. And it's like an, it's like a human version of a, of a review of a testimonial. Like you trust that person because they're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and set up tracking. So if you are working with influencers, give custom promo codes or affiliate links, um, things like that so that you can track, um, you know, how many visits to your website or how many sales did you make from your partnership with them? Um, because that's going to be really important. I feel like when people are like, I don't like working with influencers and they don't actually know if it worked because they didn't actually track it, then, you know, how do you know it didn't work? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got to track everything as a marketer these days, yes. right? Yeah. Because your uh, boss, your board of directors, CEO is going to come knocking on your door. Oh, yeah. You want to know those those analytics. Data. Data. This next one's my favorite. Likes and comments are out. So what's in? Saves and shares. Yeah. And I like how I talk about the algorithm like I know. Like nobody actually knows, but this is just like what everyone thinks and best practices. I and thought you made the, created the algorithm. Oh my gosh. You, no, I haven't done it. That's a rumor. I don't know how to code. It's just a rumor. I can't code. It's not Kate's. It's not Kate's it's not algorithms. Kate's, no. 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 I used to be able to code when I had like a MySpace. I could code. Um, wow. yeah, it was cool. As soon as you went on my MySpace page, this, yeah. like the theme song from the OC started playing. It was like an old school song about California <laughs> so and corny. like text, text would scroll across the screen. How old be were like you? California dreaming. I lived in Virginia, but I was obsessed with California. Like 15, 15. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a MySpace? No, I did not have a MySpace. Um, but I was like the first person, the second person after Mark Zuckerberg on <laughs> Facebook. And I still... <laughs> have the same content I had when I first started it. Same I mean, literally picture. when it first came out, I got, I got Facebook, but, but I know, I know MySpace, uh, which is owned by Justin 
Timberlake, right? Or partly owned by? Yes. Well, it Mm -hmm. used to be that guy, Tom, because when everybody would sign up for a mic. Yeah, his name was Tom, literally. Oh my God. His name was Tom. And he. (laughs) So maybe I did own it. I know. So Tom, like, when you used to have, like, a MySpace, you'd have, like, a top eight. It was, like, your top eight friends. Oh, and he was was a friend. He was always one of the top eight. And people were like, wow, like, this guy's, like, what a nerd, right? Like, you make a social media website and you then you make yourself everyone's top eight friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> looking back it's kind of sad um uh, but anyway yeah i don't even know i don't even know where we got started yeah, with how, do we, how did I we don't get know. there oh coding i did not make the instagram algorithm but i do try to understand it and i try to research it so this is what people are saying and this is what i've actually seen in terms of you know how well posts do um is that instagram is prioritizing saves and shares and the reason for that is because they want people to be posting valuable content, not just like random photos. So they want it to be an educational platform um, or, you know, something where someone can, like we mentioned before, like um, if you have a, let's say you have a company, it's like a, a fitness weights, like you sell weights, your post shouldn't just be weights. It should be workouts, weightlifting workouts, you know, like a 30 second video on like a a workout that you could do with the weights. That's the type of content that someone would click the save button on to save it. Like I have all of my saves in folders in Instagram. You can like organize them in the photos. So I have like recipe saves. I have fashion saves. I have photo ideas. I have like, I don't know, books I want to read. Like my Instagram almost looks like my Pinterest almost like with my saves. Um, and that's what Instagram wants you to do. So, um, create quality, saveable and shareable content. Um, because likes and comments are out. Cool. And pro tip, pro tip. This is our last one. Our last pro tip. We have two more things after that, but two more things. Um, okay. So this one is very, very specific, but I stumbled across this the other day and I was like a little bit surprised because this is the one you you're like the most excited about, right? I am. It's probably the most boring, but I'm the most excited about it Yeah. because so this is like something you, if you're, if you're into Instagram, you could really geek out on this. If you're into Instagram, if you've been on, if you are listening to this and you're like, I know everything that she said, I'm an, I'm an Instagram pro. I haven't heard anything new. You don't know this This, one. I don't think you know this one. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you don't because I feel like I'm an Instagram pro and I just found this out like literally three days ago. So Instagram does this thing where they, um, I don't know why, but in your settings, they upload photos at a compressed quality. So they don't upload them at, at like the highest possible quality they can be. And that's because every single person's Instagram has a setting deep within the settings that I stumbled across at, at like 3 a.m. the other night when I was laying in bed, um, where you can turn on high quality photos. So basically all of your photos will automatically be uploaded at the highest possible quality. Um, so basically to do this, go to your- So you, you've got to go deep. To, to defeat this. Right? It's like, it's not that deep. One, it's two, three, four. Four clicks. That's a lot. It's a lot for Instagram. Because best practice is only two, right? If you're on a website, two yes. clicks, more than two clicks and you lost them. That's right. We're going to get a little UX lesson in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So go into your app. Again, if you're listening, go on your phone. If you're driving, then don't. Um, unless you're in a Tesla, go to settings and then click on account and then click on data usage. And then you'll see a toggle next to high quality uploads. So I'm going to say yours is off. So turn it on. So basically just turn on the toggle for high quality uploads. 
So again, that's settings, account, data usage, toggle on next to high quality uploads. And now all of your photos are going to look way better than all of your friends. That's cool. Yeah. That Wait, oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> In this next one, Kate gave me permission to, to say this because it's, it's so much fun to say. It's a do not post in ghost. Do not post in ghost. Yes. Right. So um, our next tip is to be social on social media. I love that phrase because... <laughs> Yeah, be social on social media. It's corny, Kate. It's really okay, corny. Okay, do not post in ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> be social on social media. So- it is actually really corny. <laughs> Yikes. Well, you're, you're you know, the branding guy. So. Oh, my God. Like, Kate's <laughs> blushing. I wish you could I see this. <laughs> I turned so red so easily. Um, okay, so for this one, you want to make sure that you're interacting with your followers. So don't just post content and then, you know, not talk to people. So you want to be liking and commenting back, um, having conversations with your audience in the comments section, responding to your DMs. Um, obviously you want to be as social as possible. So that's a pretty simple one. And, but it's one that people sometimes forget is that you, you know, you want to respond to almost every comment if you pop, if you can. And even if, if you're one of the lucky ones and you have hundreds of comments on your post, then even just liking it and acknowledging it, Um, I know when I comment on like a very, very popular brand's post and they respond or they like it, like I actually feel like I'm, you know, a part of that community. So don't post and ghost. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's basic essentials, right? Social media. Yeah. Be social on social media. Exactly. See? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not a pro tip, but. That's not a pro. Oh, yeah. There we go. Perfect. Uh, Okay. So. Uh, our last I'll let one. you, I'll let you set this one up. It's our last one. You take us out here, Kate, with okay. us. Okay. Okay. So this is another newsy update. And I'll just heckle you from, from the cheap seats here. Perfect. Okay. So this is a newsy thing because as this came out like maybe a week or two ago. Newsy. newsy. Like it's like uh, front page news. Oh, um, got it. Okay. Uh, top of the fold. You might know that phrase. Top of the fold. Yeah. Above the fold. Above the fold. Right. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you would know it because it's newspaper and I feel like you were, you know. Above the fold. Yeah. You read the newspaper. Uh, I haven't read one. I haven't even seen one for probably a decade. Yeah. Wow. But. You seem yeah. like the kind of guy that would like grab a hot, grab like a black coffee and like get like the you know, the Washington Post and like sit and read it. And no, when I was a kid, I'd use, I'd steal the sports section from my dad's paper. Oh, smart. And then he, you know, he always pretended like he was mad because when he got to the sport, he couldn't find it and I had it. And yeah. yeah, big sports guy. And back then, because they made all the ink out of, out of um, basically soy, it was made out of a soy uh, material or mm-hmm. something. It just got all over your hands. Oh. And I used to hate that. Yeah. Anyways, well, yeah. our family growing up, side note, we used to wrap, my parents would wrap all of our Christmas presents in newspaper. Really? Yeah. How cool is that? I know. We were like. No, I like that. Yeah, they used to all, all of our Christmas presents in newspaper because they were like wrapping paper is like the biggest waste of money because you literally throw it away as as soon as someone opens a present. Um. And that was really, that was the reason. Like they're not like big environmentalists, I but t- it's it's just because of the, it's a budget concern. I think is really yeah. the issue. No, I mean we have if four kids. I was one of four kids, so I, I love that. I get much respect for them yeah. already. Yeah, but yeah. but every Christmas I would have like these like 
black ink all over my hands. Antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there okay. you go. Your well, sustainability tip. All right. I like um, that. Okay. So. Anyway, the newsy above the fold news is that Instagram just recently came out and said that they are no longer a photo sharing app. They do not want to be known as a photo sharing app. They are an e-commerce app. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, repositioning. Bold statement. Repositioning. Bold statement. (laughs) (laughs) It is a reposition. You're right. And it's crazy because it's like they are the ones that said, like, we don't want to be known as that anymore. Like, we're an e-com App. I'm pretty sure you can't tell people how your new positioning, you have to yeah. really be that, be that. So yeah. that might come in our, one of our branding segments, but yeah. you can't, you can't tell like, like your own personal brand. You, I couldn't go around telling everybody I'm, I'm really nice. I'm a super <laughs> nice, caring guy. Right? right. I mean, unless I showed them. Yeah, that's true. If I didn't show them, it would be, well, they're showing people because they, they, yeah, they just, so they're, released, they are following their, they just their released a bunch of features. Okay. Yeah. Well, so they good. have all these shop features now. So they have, um, you can set up as a business, you can set up a catalog and you can sell your products, um, directly within Instagram. And now you can link those products. So you set up a catalog first, link all your products. And then you can, if you post a photo that has that product in it, you can both, you can, this is kind of cool. You can hyperlink that product in the caption, which is huge for Instagram. They don't allow links in captions. It's actually one of the biggest pain points of the app. Um, but now if you have a catalog set up, you can link products. So let's say you post a photo that's like, we just got these new boots in. You can make boots a link that will link to products. So you know this is probably following some revenue model that they've they've already dreamed up. It's coming, yeah. right? So it's it's... This will be interesting for, yeah. for, for e-commerce. It will. And our clients, we are going to definitely um, be strategizing. Yeah, definitely. To, to put this, um, to utilize this new positioning by Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Because then if you can link your products and then creators and influencers can also link your products. Um, so it gives, you know, audience members the ability to, to directly sell your goods, which is really cool. Okay. Well, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's our nine immutable laws of Instagram by Kate Hauser. What's immutable mean? I'm not really sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think it means like indisputable. I don't even know how to spell. Is it start with an A? Immutable. I am M U. I I'm taking it from the, uh, the immutable laws of branding, but it's basically you immutable. can't argue with them, right? It's not arguable. Yeah. Unchanging over time or unable to be changed. Okay. okay. There well, you go. It kind of goes against our whole like adapt and thrive concept though, that you should change. I think a lot of these are going to change when the platform changes. But oh, as long as sure. the platform stays like this, they'll, they'll be immutable. But, yeah. you know, if we know anything with social media, it's ever changing. Oh, yeah. For no. sure. Yeah. I mean, I like think about how Instagram now wants to be an e-com platform. And I mean, Snapchat, when it first started, was just a way to send pictures to friends that would disappear. Yeah. And now it's like this whole nother thing. Like I get news yeah. from Snapchat. Like I go to Snapchat to like get like inter- entertainment news. That's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Well, well, maybe we go, we go into some of the other channels next time. Yes. Yes. If you like this, if you liked our OG of IG 
tips. Take us out, Kate. Then let us know in the comments. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe. Use our hashtag Adapt and Thrive. Um, yeah, just you know, help us like go viral. It's you know, just small request. Um, and maybe next time we will do this for. Let us know if you want us to do it for Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube, and we will. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tom, for thank you, um, Kate, being the interviewer, and we switched roles this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. It was yeah, fun. I hope everybody got a lot out of this. I'm sure they did. Yeah, some really yeah. good information. So um, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adapt and Thrive, a survival guide for the modern marketer. If you liked what you've heard, subscribe and drop a comment on what topics you'd like to hear in future episodes. Good luck out there, marketers. Until next time.